Hello and welcome to the newest installment of the Midcourt Madness podcast, where we have had a loaded slate this past week, especially the last day and a half here, we, where we have had, by my count, four top 10 matchups. Bigs, eight of the 10 top teams have played each other in the last two days. That is absolutely incredible. There's also been a couple other top 25 matchups. I know Iowa State Baylor is off the top of my head. There might be another one out there too. So just a lot of good games out there. Um, and I think this is going to be one of the very good weekends where we can just sit here, box score read, maybe not box score read, but just talk about the games that were on TV with no uh, better than expected, worse than expected type storylines, but uh, just talk about the games. So we'll do all that right after this. All right, Biggs. Uh, like I said, loaded slate yesterday and then into today. There's actually another one about to tip off in probably, I think it's at 530 here, between Illinois and Nebraska that might be worth having eyes on. Ooh, um, your boy Casey. Yep, the the best player, or yeah, the best player in the Big Ten. Um, and then TJ Shannon will also be there. Yep. Um, you know, so that'll be a good game. So a but, potential rapist. He might be. I don't know why I'm laughing at that joke. That I I don't I don't condone that. I don't. Condone do you that. actually think he raped somebody? I do not know. I I yeah, stay out. We of don't those... know either. But like, let's be honest. It that... feels like the more likely thing is like he probably like groped some chick at a bar. Maybe. I, I, Which, I honestly, man, you're, if they're gonna start you're getting people, more. If they're gonna start throwing people away for that kind of thing, like, is there some limitations more risk... on that one? You're getting more risque than I'm willing to go here, right, so I'll, I'll let you have this. TJ Shannon might be the scum of the earth, and if he is, he deserves to yep. die. I am not going to take the GP route to where I'm just on my soapbox and just assuming he did it with Chris Beard too, and maybe something happened, maybe it didn't. I don't know, but he talked about it for months. It's like you have no idea Non-stop. what happened. He hasn't yep. done that with Illinois as bad, thank God, because there's just too he much did it for about stuff. 20 minutes the day of. Yeah, and, when and he, or when he came been, back, it hasn't been too bad. Which thank God. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, yep. Um, All right. But no, Biggs, uh, loaded slate yesterday. But before we even get to that, I have to give you a random hooper. I forgot it last week. You already I have I do apologize. This? Yeah. Oh, my God. All right. Well, I mean, I haven't typed it up. I, I have his Wikipedia page up over here or her Wikipedia oh, page. It could whoa, be. Right. Yeah, you never know. You never know. Um, Caitlin Clark. No, I'm kidding. I don't know uh, let's see here. Caitlin Clark. Where did she go to school? I don't even know. I have no idea. I don't. I just know she plays at Iowa. Yeah, and she almost got killed in that court storming thing a couple weeks ago. Did you? See, that was crazy. Like, just more of a flop than any Duke player has ever done. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. Duke. Anyway, we'll talk about them later, <sighs> or not. Um, this random Hooper Biggs was the 2011 co Mister Basketball in the state of Illinois. 2011. Okay. This random Hooper Biggs is an NCAA champion. Quinn Cook. No. Okay. Okay. <clears throat> this random Hooper was a first team all AAC. This random Hooper had the following points per game by season 
Is it Napier? Nope. 17.1. This random hooper, if you take the two syllables of his name, the two syllables in order would be synonyms with a water vessel and the term correct. Boatwright. Ryan Boatwright. There you go. All right. I was like, who won? You were close with Napier. Yeah, I was like, I didn't realize Ryan Boatwright averaged 17 a game. Wow. Yeah, he that would have been though. that would have been the year after the their championship yeah. game. Okay, because they beat Butler, and all, all I remember is him and Napier just being ridiculously quick, and Butler just looked like a full two or three steps slower than them the whole game. Yep, yep. I think if I remember right, <clears throat> I don't think he played on that team that beat Butler. Yeah. Did he come off the yeah, bench maybe as a freshman? Well, their their championship season would have been his his junior, junior year. Junior year, yep. They beat. I remember they beat Michigan State in the final four, and then they beat Kentucky in the championship game. <clears throat> and I remember against Michigan State thinking that though, like how he was just him and Napier just dominated those Michigan State guards, and Michigan State was awesome that year. Or no, did they beat Florida? They might have beat I both those teams. They might have beat Michigan State and Florida in the Elite Eight in the Final Four. And I remember thinking, like, Michigan State and Florida might have been the two best teams in the country. And Boatwright and Napier were just... Oh, it's Kentucky. Not not Butler. Kentucky. Yeah, but they're you're right. Yep. Their quickness. The two of them were both small. Small guards. So, like, I've always kind of had this belief. Like, you don't need big, big guards. Like, it's it's helpful, right? But, like, you can, you can win... A lot of good teams win with like two, like a small backcourt. If you've mm-hmm. got small, like tough minded little sons of bitches, which, yep. and I always think of that Boltwright team, like they would just get up and under, underneath good players and just make life difficult. Yep. No, and looking at their box score for that game, I see, like Boltwright had 14 points that game. He only attempted one three. So, like, he was not. He was a get stroke little water. Yeah. Time. Exactly. No, it was fun to watch that game. Napier did have four threes, I see, but also had 22 points. Um, yeah, and that, they had DeAndre Kentucky. Daniels, Alex yep. Oriaki. There's a, is that Noah Giffey, I want to say? Yeah, Giffey. Oriaki was not there. Uh, there's a P. Nolan. I don't know what the P is. Philip Nolan? Yeah, we've talked about that before. The random-ass big guy on their team. <laughs> They had another guard who was pretty good, but yeah, it was it was really it was those two that were just awesome. The, the Ter- Terrence Samuel, I was about to say Tyrese. Yeah, no, that's your random hooper. I expect right. one from you by the end of the show. Right, um, right. Also, a quick, you know, I want to do a little house cleaning here on our bet that we have out there, um, which is who would win their conference by more games. You have Purdue. I have Arizona. Okay. Purdue is up. They're ten and two. Wisconsin eight is eight and three, so that's a game and a half. Okay. They're a game and a half up right now in the Big Ten. Yep. Arizona seven and three. Oregon seven and four. So that's only a half game. So you're half winning game. right now. So I'm a game up right now and they're we're at we're at roughly what? Probably about the halfway point of conference yeah. play. I'd say so. Okay. So anything can happen, Biggs. Anything can happen. 
Anything can happen. You're right. Any, yeah. Anything. <laughs> anything is right, possible. So yesterday, uh, we can talk about some of the top ten games, and then uh, we can get we can kind of do like a little whip around like other shows do. Um, you know, the results of these games: North Carolina beat Duke by I think it's about by what nine or ten. Yeah. Kansas Kansas beat Houston by like thir- thirteen. I want to say, but never honestly, felt that seem, close. Yeah, it didn't seem that close throughout. <laughs> Um, Tennessee beat Kentucky by about 10. Uh, put up over 100 points. That was awful. Um, Did you watch yeah. the whole game? We, I had it on the on the iPad while we were watching the last The last four minutes of it took like a half hour. Yeah, review after review. Oh, my God. Well, that and just a million fouls. Every time they'd come down to make a shot, someone would take a timeout. They'd have to review. It's just, man. It happened last night. I tried staying up for the uh, – The Gonzaga game. Yeah, it happened. Every I got two. I got two about two minutes left. About two minutes left. It was eleven thirty. I was like, "Fuck this! I'm going to bed." Yeah, it was awful. The last yep. two minutes of it probably was another one of those where it took forever. Yeah, so I'm glad I went to bed then. It's bad. It's bad right now, man. Yeah. All right, keep going. Um, and then today Purdue over Wisconsin. Um, Wisconsin held tough throughout the day, but at the same time, it didn't seem like. They, they couldn't hit those timely shots, you know. They couldn't get a timely stop. Um, if you asked any Wisconsin fan, you would say they or they would say that the refs were awful at the end, which I there was a couple questionable ones at the end. Yep. But still, Purdue, um, I wouldn't say wore them down, but definitely showed that they're just the better overall team for a forty-minute game. Now, can I'm not sure if they play again this they year. They do. Okay, so I, I Wisconsin could have a game where they actually stroke it from deep and everything, but. Um, today was just Purdue's day there. So, out of those four games, I'm trying to think of just a question to kick it off here. Um, which game did you enjoy the most? Carolina Duke. Thinking? It always delivers, as Jay Billis said. <laughs> it's a good game. Yeah. It's a good game. Um, so, what's the big takeaway? I know RJ didn't seem to do as much. Um, Baycott and Ingram kind of North Carolina on the Duke side it seemed like Proctor didn't do much offensively I know you're texting me talking about his defense who he was on RJ the whole time um it seemed like they couldn't really get a consistent scoring threat or option out of flip throughout did you think um I mean I, I think I think if you asked me what your my takeaway was, and then you just kind of said like fifteen different things there. I'm giving you a multiple choice. I'm the teacher I, here. You're I'm the actually students. going with like I guess if that was like an A B C D, I'm going with E. None of the above. And my my big takeaway <laughs> really is like their defense sucks. Duke's Duke's defense is I think mm-hmm. what's going to to hurt them. I mean everybody was yeah. talking all night last night. You heard it on the broadcast how great Carolina's defense is. And I and I think their defense is pretty solid and like they they do good things but like they gave up eighty something last mm-hmm. night. Duke shot fifty percent from the field. They act like they they talked about how the turnovers were a huge deal and I think UNC's UNC only committed like three turnovers or something something uh, ridiculous. Five. I know it's Duke two with it, they it had wasn't like two like tur- turnovers. Seventeen like 10 turnovers up. though. Like Duke mm-hmm. had ten. Like that's not a yep. that's not a bad. That, that's pretty. That's pretty average. That's a that's a good number. Like I, I think if you can keep if you can keep your turnovers right around that, you know, maybe a little less, but the ten turnovers in a high possession ball game, I think their offense is not a problem. Like, yeah, Proctor is disappointing offensively. Like he just kinda no shows sometimes. I, I think he's been overrated the whole time. 
Um, you know, Filipowski had a quiet night, and yet he still had 22. Like, he's going to mm-hmm. score. Um, McCain is really good. Like, like I forgot to mention McCain. He, was, he was really good. McCain was awesome. I thought he was, like, the only – him and Roach. And I like Roach. I've always liked Roach. Um, some of the Duke the, – the foul-baiting BS early in the game, it felt like they were not handling UNC's physicality, and they were trying to – it felt like they were trying extra hard to, like – it was like they forgot to play basketball, and they were too busy kind of foul-baiting – for, for their yep. first, like, and, and it's weird they they didn't have any free throws till at least late in the first half. Right, and and I think that that had to be a message to them at halftime. It's like, hey, you got to sack up here. You're not going to get all the foul calls like some some pretty boy Duke team. Like you've got to actually play basketball. Mm-hmm. I don't know if they got drawn into that a little bit or just. I think UNC's physicality probably threw them off. Um, but I just think their defense is not good. They don't have a they don't have good defense. Like Filipowski is a. Uh, is not a five. He's not a great defensive anchor. Like, he doesn't erase mistakes on the perimeter. And Proctor is an okay defender. Roach has never been a particularly strong defender. McCain is a freshman who's, he's he not that good. Um, and I don't think Mark Mitchell is a particularly good defender. He's a, in theory, I think there's a good defender in there because he's big and he's strong and he's athletic and all these things. Because they're all five stars. But... Mm-hmm. That team's not good defensively. I thought you. I don't think UNC. UNC got whatever they wanted last night, and like there was a stretch in the game where you could tell the the, the very clear strategy for them was when Baycott gets it, we're we're leaving Cadeau. We're gonna leave him open, and there were times where the guys would just like brain fart on the scouting report and wouldn't close out to him, and he would drive right to the hoop, or Cadeau would go and set a screen away. Like it's such easy things to overcome, and Duke just doesn't. They just don't have defensive answers. And so I I still continue I continue to be disappointed by them. I thought they would be better. It felt like they had guys who it just feels like their guys haven't gotten that much better. I don't know. They're gonna they're gonna rack up wins. I mean what are they, like seventeen and five or something? They their record's good. Yeah. They're gonna finish with probably twenty five wins. But I think that was my big takeaway, is just I don't think they're I think at some point they're gonna lose earlier than and I'll probably predict them to go deep just because, but I think they're going to lose earlier because, like I told you last night, I think I think they're talented, quote-unquote talented, kind of basketball skill. <clears throat> I don't think they're very tough, though. And I think they're going to run into exactly what they ran into last year, where some team's going to punk them, basically, and get whatever they want offensively. And the water's going to run dry a little bit on the three-point shooting for them, and they're going to lose. And that's just kind of how it, I, I, I see that. Yep, and that's kind of what happened last night. They were 5 for 19 Yep, from three. Um you know, on the Duke side, yeah, I forgot to mention their guards. Like, McCain is great offensively. Um, don't know how I feel about him painting his fingernails Caleb Williams style, but yeah, at the same time, why do I Why do I care? You know? Yeah, I don't know. He's got weird hair, too, but whatever. Yeah. I mean, that, that's just a Duke thing. Uh, it's just, yeah, um, you're right. Yeah. Roach, Roach has always kind of been a steadying force, and you're right. He does kind of get... He's money in that mid-range area. He he gets a lot of hate, but at the same time, like two years ago when he w- when they made the Final Four, he was the one closing out games for them to get to the Final Four. Yeah. Um. So I don't know why he gets all the hate. Because he's a five-star um, that didn't go to the NBA right away because Duke doesn't know, maybe. How to, doesn't know how to treat guys who they actually yeah. grow and develop now, apparently. It's just the brotherhood is actually like the semesterhood. Yeah, that video podcast I sent you of like the Duke one versus North Carolina on Field of 68. Yeah. They did a segment where it's like, what's the thing you hate most about the other side? And what 
North Carolina is back to Duke was like all you ever talk about is your NBA players. Like, yep. and we we typically don't care. Right. Um. Yeah. So no, that was kind of good. Um. North Carolina side of things. Uh. Plus side. You know, we've talked about. Um. What happens when R.J. Davis doesn't have the incredible game? Yeah. Um. Last night, and he somehow ended up with seventeen, and it's just a quiet seventeen. But he's five for fourteen to get to that seventeen, so not efficient at all. And um. You know, you're right about Proctor. Definitely played very well defensively against yeah, he, he played well RJ, but in the sense that that was all he had to do. Right. And that's the thing is wh- when you do that, you're giving up other options elsewhere. You're not available to double off, double off of him and go to Baycott when he has the ball in the post, you know. Um, Ingram was by far, I'd say he was the best player, not Baycott. Ingram did so much more outside of just scoring than Baycott did. Um, brought energy, brought, brought a lot of hustle plays. The... Uh, the downside, the one thing I'm going to point out is Elliot Cadeau needs to figure out his jump shot to where we can't have this where it's just four on five and they're just daring you to shoot. You have to at least make them respect it to where they're actually having to come out and defend you. Um, so that needs to be fixed. But all in all, great game for them. Um, anything else to add? Can we get that Baycott more? Why can't that Baycott exist more? Like, is he just is he just kind of pacing himself or is it like – Maybe where is the that? game against Duke is where he comes out. I don't know. He's gonna need to come out more because I don't know. Yeah. I think they. I mean, their their next ten games, like the the remaining ten ACC games, it's not easy. I mean, they got Duke again. I know they have Miami. I know they have Virginia. They got Clemson again. I know Clemson just Here. lost, but I think there's the the second half of their ACC slate. I I think is tougher. And then I think they have they, more home games, though. Yeah, and if but if, if they want to do anything ultimately in the ACC tournament, in the NCAA tournament, you need that Baycott. Baycott was an animal last night from the tip. And yep. Like, I, I know, like, I, I've read things about how, oh, you know, he's still effective because he's a screener and a, and a defender, and, like, teams are loading up to not let him rebound. It's like, bullshit. Like, he's... He's been the he's been the de facto like he's been the one inside guy. You don't think teams were loading up to stop him when Brady Manick was their foreman? Like Baycott, I think it's it's an activity level thing. He needs to be that active, and mm-hmm. I think he can. I don't think twenty five and ten, but like, can you average eighteen and ten? I, I think that's I think he's capable of that. And so yep. that was. That was something. I don't know. He needs to pretend everybody's Filipowski or Mark Williams. I mean, he does bring it against some of those some of those highly heralded Duke bigs. Um, they need him to do that because you're right. If someone will come up with the people will keep doing that RJ Davis thing where it's like we're not going to let Davis go off. Mm-hmm. And you're right, Cadeau's not a, a scorer. I'm not as worried about the lack of a jump shot as you are, but if that is going to be a game plan then Baycott needs to be a force. And obviously Ingram, he's not going to shoot like that every night. But he is not. You can stabilize some of those things if Baycott is a is a factor. And it's not necessarily always just throwing it to him on the post. I do think they should do that maybe a little more. There's a, there's a middle ground between running your offense through him in the post and never giving him post touches. Mm-hmm. And I think, like, I think maybe getting a post touch every handful of possessions probably feeds some of the activity level for him. But... I mean, he's 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 capable of that. I, I want I want to see that. We need yeah. that more. Okay. All right. Should we go to the next one? I suppose. All right. Which one do you want to go to? Actually, hold on. I like that North Carolina seems like they have like a toughness. Doesn't? Isn't it just refreshing? Yeah. 
Can we just talk it, about like I, I, I love playing with like the edge the effectiveness, but it just feels like they have guys who fucking love North Carolina. I think I told you this. Was it UConn game where Baycott and Cam Spencer were getting into it and John back and forth? And then you love that. Bay, you you can't, Bay, you can't Bay, get enough Baycott, guys talk trash Bay, at each other. Bay, Baycott had like a putback dunk on a free, might have been his own free throw, which you never see. Something like that, yeah. Yeah, and he like is talking shit to Spencer and um he gets he ends up getting the technical. And I texted you, I was like, I'm fine with that technical. Even though they lost that game, that free throw that the technical free throws they got maybe played a part in them losing that game. But long term, I love it because Play with that edge. You're better than them. Prove it. Say whatever the hell you want. Within the like, don't say you know fuck your mother or anything like that. Your but, mom you know what I mean? Boots. <laughs> exactly. That's all. That's exactly. off limits. You know. Uh, but more so, it's just play with that edge, and like you want to beat that guy in every possession. It's and implying so, that your mom is a slut because she's walking around army bases carrying boots. It's an old joke. I've never heard that. My one. My wife was trying to figure it out. Like <laughs> she's like, what? Army boots? I've never heard that one. How are those Motsi sticks? Oh, my gosh. They're so good. <laughs> so good. You, you better have some ready for March Madness. Oh, yeah. Today, we'll go be, away. We'll be loaded. Yeah. Today, go away. We're live. We're live. You have to go away. Put that finger away. You know, Cormac Ryan has not shot the ball as well as I want him to. I'm no. still waiting for just like that that six or eight game stretch where he shoots like 50%. I don't know if it's coming or not, but at this point, all I really need him to do is just shoot well in the, in the, in the tournament. But... He brings so much more. Like, I know, like, I don't know what his stats are ever, but, like, it just feels like he has just kind of a toughness and edge, just kind of a fuck you about him that I really like the way he plays. And and I think him and Ingram were just, like, the perfect pickup transfers who it just feels like they are... I don't remember what Hubert said at one point early in the year about how they're not here just to, to like... They're 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 all the way in. Basically, was kind of the message. I don't remember what exactly he said, but it just feels like those guys. It feels like they've been playing for North Carolina their whole careers, doesn't it? Like it feels like they care, they love it. Like it feels like those guys love North Carolina more than more than some of the guys that they've had ever loved North Carolina for a long time. Like I, I just mm-hmm. like the way they play and like the toughness and passion and just they they play like adults. I don't know, like. You know what I mean? Like it feels like there's just kind of a consistent energy, focus, effort. That do, that's not to say they're awesome players. Sometimes Ryan's going to miss some shots, or you know Ingram's going to turn the ball over, whatever. But it just kind of feels like, man, they give a shit. Yeah, no, there's definitely that. And like, who is Ryan? Who, who is Ryan? Ma- who is Ryan matched up defensively with last night? It wasn't. It wasn't a lot pr- of guys. Like he, he's kind of their switch okay. army knife. Him and Trimble are definitely their two perimeter defenders who right. are just kind of sick on sick on anybody. Yeah. No, and he's been good defensively too. So it's mm-hmm. like, let let that be a lesson for you kids out there. Like, you don't have to score points to impact a basketball game positively. Right. You can just shut down the other team's best player. It's just after three or four years, after four years of watching UNC, just man, that Cole Anthony year was was a hard Awful. watch. And then even the first the first year of the first year of RJ and Caleb Love and like that Awful. group was was a hard watch. Even the second year, the, the tournament run was amazing. Yep. But, like, most of that year was kind of a hard watch. And last year was, was awful beyond measure. Yep. It feels, man, this team has been fun to watch, finally. It has been. It has been. So. And you seem like they're together. Like, the moment where they're all doing the, the too small thing, that was amazing. You can't get enough of that stuff. I, I cannot get enough it. of that. You, just, you love I, that camaraderie. I, I, I'm, I'm waiting for a good transition with, in conversations with my wife to where I can just show her that video. Because I haven't been able to show her that. Because I have to explain, like, 
hey, and sometimes in basketball they do this thing where it's like too small. Um, watch this. They did like everyone on their team did it, and then like, like they the stomped on it too. Sign of disrespect. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. I don't know how Flip can ever come back from that. Um. Anyways, let's go to let's go to the Kansas Houston game, babes. Okay. I got I got a couple things to riff on, and then I I'll let you talk for five minutes. Um, <laughs> talk less. I'm sorry. I kind of hogged the Carolina <laughs> minute. That's supposed to be your moment. No, that's fine. Uh, Kansas wins 78-65, but like I said, um, never seen that close. They were up by 15 at half um, and seemed like they were up by 15 within like the first 10 minutes. So mm-hmm. um, definitely it wasn't a case where they like built up a 15-point lead you know, steadily over the game. It was quick. Um, and I'm looking at their box score. This is a weird stat to me. Kansas had 18 turnovers. Houston had three. Did you see this? No, that's that really surprises me. Yeah, and so I, because that shot seventy percent from the field. Yeah, so. yeah, sixty-seven percent. Houston shot attempted twenty-four more shots than Kansas did. Jeez, that is absolutely incredible. They probably had half the field goal percentage. Yeah, and then what do I? See? I see Francis for Houston. He only played four minutes. Did he get yeah, hurt? he got he got I hurt early that. in the game. Yeah. Like he he yeah. he launched himself up for an offensive rebound, I think, or something, and got tangled and took an awkward yep. fall. So I don't I don't know if that's serious or not. I think it was just kind of one of those where the game got away from him so quick maybe that was probably part of it. I I, I don't know. I'll be curious to to see the status of that cuz yeah, I mean he's an impactful an impactful player, but um mm-hmm. I I don't think that I don't think that made a big difference. I don't think it yeah, no. Um but no, and then on the Kansas side, definitely a loaded or not loaded. A balanced scoring attack here. Um 20 for Dickinson which you would expect. Uh, Adams set 10, McCuller 10, and then Furphy. Going into this year, Biggs, um, when, when you look at the newcomers for Kansas, you're like, oh, they have Nicholas Timberlake. He's going to provide an instant impact. El Marco Jackson, he's probably going to be a one-and-done, provide a great impact. And then Furphy, maybe maybe he gets some minutes this year and then has like two or three years after that where he's a starter for us. <laughs> um, they inserted him into the starting lineup like five or six games ago. And he's had now 10 straight games with double-digit points. And it just happens to co- coincide with exactly when they gave him more minutes. He's had 30-plus minutes in all those games, whereas the rest of the season he did not have any more than 20. Um, so Johnny Furphy, who is a guy who I've been impressed with recently, and um, he can help them get to that next level to the point where you have to be scared of their starting five because of him. Like before, it's like, okay, they kind of have a weak spot there at like the two or the three. Um, if he can continue this, um, Kansas will be continue to be scary the rest of the season. Yeah, I mean, I think this, I, I think his his emergence entirely changes the way you view them, right? I mean, they were viewed as like, man, what a what a great top four, right? A great a great top four that they've got, but like, man, after that, they just get they just get nothing. Mm-hmm. And I think one of the one of the big things that was like kind of concerning for me is like their top four is great, but like Dewan Harris, I I love Dewan Harris. Objectively, a terrific player. He's not a scorer as a as a top four guy. Like when you think top four, like he he's he's at his best when he's getting like six or eight points, six seven assists. He's a he's a t- terrific defensive guy. Sets the tone, controls tempo, does all of the. All of the, the the things that don't show up on a box score, but you, you need someone to score, right? And and 
and Furphy's emergence, you're right, in their last, let's see, I mean, he started playing, he's basically played, the last six games, he's played over 30 minutes a game each day, in each game. They're four and two, but uh, 15, 13, 23, 15, 11, and 17. So that's 43, 66, 79, uh, 94 points in six games. So he's averaging almost 16 a game, basically, in their last six. And I, I think this changes the way you have to view them just because he gives them another score on the wing. Like McCuller and Dickinson, you're, you're probably getting 35 or 40 a game between the three of uh, the two of them. But then it was like, after that, what are you getting? If Furphy gives them a consistent score and uh, a high-level three-point shooter, like that just... I think that just changes the math for them in a huge way. And um, yeah, I mean, like if, if this is for real and a six game sample size, which is not huge, but uh, that's what the entire season's judged on for, for some teams is a six game sample size. If he can kind of deliver this, then um, yeah, look out. I mean, I do, I do think they're that that's a team that probably there's not, there, there's, you can count on your hand, probably teams you like better. There, there ain't many. Nope. Not at all. No, and I think before this game, um, it was definitely uh, a clear cut. And as far as like bracketology wise, who is the top four? Do you think Kansas jumps Houston because of this, in the eyes of bracketology people? Well, see, bracketology people don't fucking watch the games. They just look at <laughs> metrics and look at quad <laughs> numbers and look at like this shit. And it's like if if they watch if they actually watch the game, then yeah, I don't know how you can watch that game and not come away with. Uh, Kansas. And they will play again this year. I, I think I was just listening to Norlander and GP, and I think they said, like, this, these four games that we're kind of focusing on on this show are going to be the same matchups the last weekend of the season, too. March 9th or whatever. They just load the they load yep. that Saturday yep. up. And, and it's not just that. It's the same three that were on Saturday and then the Purdue-Wisconsin on Sunday. <laughs> so strange. Yeah. TV execs, yeah. man. They're just going to – oh, that worked? All right, let's just milk that cow again. Let's yep. just keep going. <laughs> Why not? Sure, I'll I'll yep. watch. I guess. Um, yeah, I mean, I I don't know. I don't. How can you watch that game and not think Kansas is just a lot more talented than Houston, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, I I love Houston. I I really like. I like the way Houston plays. I like that program that Samson's got. I like a lot of their players. But you just saw like like that that team didn't look, that didn't nothing looked fluky about that. It just looked yep. like a team that's got way more talent and a team that's got some tough dudes. But not, they're just they're just short on talent. I think at Houston a little bit. Yep. Am I overreacting? Tell me, I'm overreacting. I don't know. What do What do you think? No, I thought they were incredible yesterday. Now, could they lose that game, the rematch in a month from now? Absolutely. Yeah, in Houston. Absolutely. Yeah, where we are right now, um, it's as if they were like, like Kansas was getting sick of hearing like Houston and the hype around them, and like being the first year in the Big Twelve. That they can't almost do like the big brother to little brother thing where it's like, okay, let, let's slow your roll here. Like, you're good, but the Big 12 is ours. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think, I think so. And it just feels like they have more options, right? I mean, it just doesn't, like, Houston, I can imagine going seven minutes without scoring. They do it almost all the time. Kansas just, especially if Furphy's going to play this way, they just have more, they have more answers. You know what I mean? Like, Houston, if they're going to win, it's the running team and football thing. Like they're gonna, they're gonna win. They have to win. It feels like they've got to win. Uh, 
66 to 52. You know, like they, mm-hmm. they have to they have to control the game. They have to have a lead. They have to be able to impose their will on you physically, athletically. Um, and it just doesn't feel like if a team can, like, their offense is never going to allow them to run away from people. And, in fact, it'll actually kind of hinder them sometimes. They just don't have guys who can make shots. And I recognize that what's-his-face yesterday, who's the, the Baylor guard, Cryer shot his shot his shot out of his mind. He actually went like six of twelve. He's been kind of stinking it up lately. Six of twelve from three, he, nine of twenty from the field. He single handedly kept the game relatively clo- like within reach, right by by shooting really well. But how sharpen has he? I feel like he hasn't had the break. Like only thirty six percent from the field. Yeah, he. I think and he like, just takes more shots than he had. Like he probably shouldn't be. It feels like he should be, like, the third or fourth option, and he'd be really good, but, like, he's, like, their number... I mean, he's, like, second on their team in field goal attempts. Third on their team in field goal attempts. I think he just takes a lot of tough shots, and, like, they run a lot of stuff for him. I think he might be overtaxed, if if you know what I mean. I I don't know if that's it. Did we overhype him? I think what you're trying to say is he's had more volume, and he hasn't been able to adjust to the volume, I feel like is what you're trying to say. Yeah. His field goal percentage and three-point percentage are identical to last year's. Are they really? Yeah, field goal, 36.5 last year, 36.1 this year. Three-point, 34.7 last year, 35.1 this year. Did we overhype him? Maybe a little. Okay. I mean, he's a, he's a good player. He's, I mean, he's the second-leaning scorer on a top-five team in the country, so it's not like he's a bum. But I, I just don't like him as, like, I don't. If he's your second leading scorer and your second most important offensive guy, I just think that that tells you what you need to know about your team. Um, I I think they need more guys around. Like I think he's, I don't know, he's a good player, but I think they need more. Yep. Not from okay. him, but from the rest of the team. Yep. <clears throat> All right. Let's finish up Saturday, Biggs. Now, admittedly, I had side eyes on Tennessee. I had divided attention on Tennessee, Kentucky. Now, did you? Did you have full eyes on it? Was your wife making you watch something murdery, documentary type on Netflix? What were you watching? You watching murder documentaries? Oh, that's all we watched. We watched, there's one on Netflix called Confession Killer. And so basically it's this guy named, um, oh, I already forgot his name. Basically, he in like the 70s or 80s, he confessed to like 300 murders. And when he did this, like the cops were basically like, oh, perfect. We closed out this case. Well, and it turned out, like, he just didn't actually do at least most of them. He was just confessing to it. And at one point, someone said his excuse was he wanted to be reunited in heaven with his lover or whatever. And that he knew he wouldn't be able to go to heaven if he committed suicide. So he's like, oh, I'm going to confess to all these things. And then they're going to have gonna force him to, to give the me chair. their Exactly, exactly. Uh, what was do you that? like watching these, huh? This is like, this is like your... You can't I get do. enough of this shit. I do. Interesting. Okay. All right. All right. I'm surprised you don't. Henry yeah, don't Lee Lucas. Hen- Henry Lee Lucas. Henry Ray Lucas. Interesting. Lee Lucas. We've been Henry Lee Lucas. Okay. We've been in more of a, to be honest with you, actually, I, I, none of the shows I've been watching lately. We, we just finished up watching Reacher on Prime. I don't know if you ever, I don't know if you watched that one. At the all. the brother-in-law told us last night that we should watch that. Oh, it's really good. Yeah. And I, and I like those kind of shows. They're like, uh. You know, like the governmental conspiracy spy kind of uh, type of shows, and yeah, Reacher. Well, you should watch uh, Scandal then. Scandal is a good one. Yeah, I I never got into that one. I don't know the the shows lately that we're into, and it's just I haven't been able to get excited about. So I've actually been 
been reading a lot more before bed. Oh, um, gross. I actually started reading the Reacher books. There's like 20 of them, and they're they're really good. Yeah. So, um, <clears throat> yeah, but I don't know. I don't know. Some of the shows lately just can't – I just can't get I, – I don't know why Suits is not uh, – I'm on like season eight of it, and I'm just like I don't know. Like I'm just, it, I just, I it, it, it goes a little downhill once uh, Marco becomes a not queen, but becomes part of the royal family. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And it's just I, I don't know. It just kind of bummed me out. It just doesn't feel like it's it's just not it's just not the same. And so I heard there might be a spinoff of we're suits. We're gonna show uh, funk right now. I think a little bit. But uh, no, I was making I was making supper, so I I was my my attention was semi divided. Um, I had eyes on it, obviously. Tennessee, I had I had I was listen. I turned it up so I could hear Jimmy Dykes, obviously on the call. He was he's uh, he's terrific as always. But felt like one of those where Tennessee. I think I saw on Twitter a lot of people described it as like it, it feels like it's twenty three year olds playing against nineteen year olds, and that's kind of what it looked like. You know, it just kind of looks like Tennessee is. I I think the Kentucky team kind of like Duke. Like everybody talks about how fun they are, right? And how many good shooters they've got and all this guard talent. Uh, when you give up a hundred and something points and Kentucky's averaging, they're giving up like 95 a game in their last handful of games. They don't play any defense. Well, it's like, was there any defense yesterday? Or then I see like neither team shot above 50%. Like they're just below it. Um, it. Was it just a fast paced game? Yeah, I think there was, there was a lot of tempo. I mean, Kentucky... Kentucky late in the game was chasing points and like Dillingham was an absolute flamethrower until he fouled out and then Tennessee would just not miss free throws like Ziegler was terrific um, they definitely like Tennessee shot the ball really well like Josiah Jordan James knocked down a bunch of threes um, I don't even think connect really went off all they talked no. about was how great connect is and it's like he actually it was kind of an RJ Davis thing where like he was kind of held under wraps for the most part but Ziegler was great my notes here are they're paced by Triple J and Double Z. Get it? Yes, yes, I do. Okay. I get it now. Yep. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then like, off night for Z, yeah, off night for Connect, but it didn't matter. That's all yep. I said. Yep. So that's that's my analysis of that game. Yeah, and like Kentucky's got, they have some. They're weird. It just feels like stop playing Justin Edwards so much. I know he was supposed to be, like, a top five pick or whatever in the draft, but, like, what does he do? What was your favorite Justin Edwards moment this year? Like, He hasn't yeah. done anything. I don't know. I don't. He doesn't do anything. He, I watch them, and forgot, I'm like, he's where's Justin man. Edwards at? Like, he doesn't do anything. He looks slow to me. Was so, he their top guy? Who was their, like, top recruit in their class? It was either him or DJ Wagner. Okay. I think. Yeah, DJ Wagner has, yeah. Like, it's kind of a mishmash of just, like, at 12 to 15 points per game there. Yeah, Wagner's um, been out for the last couple games. Yep. But I feel like he played Justin Edwards less. Um, that would probably open some things up. It, like, that Fierro, I think, is a better, <laughs> a better defensive piece anyway. But, like, some of those guards just don't guard anybody. Like, Reed Shepard, I know everyone you, you have to love. We have to love Reed Shepard. Like, he's great. But, like... His father played there, Biggs. His, his name should just be Reed Shepard... Because there is no D in that dude's game. <laughs> that, was that was okay. Good. That was okay. That Thank was you. Okay. Uh, <laughs> and there are no D's in Antonio Reeves' name because he doesn't play any defense either. It's definitely just a – it's a defense optional team. And is it also Rob Illingham then Rob too? Rob Illingham, yeah. yeah. He's fun to watch. I mean, tell you what, I mean they're, they're definitely they're, – they're fun to watch. Man. They, can, they can all score it. 
Like it's it's pretty to watch, but I don't know. I don't think they're great. They're they're obviously not great defensively. Those guards, but I also don't think their bigs are. Like Trey Mitchell's never been a defensive anchor. Mm-hmm. He's played for like four colleges. He's never been a defensive anchor. Um, Bradshaw seems like a big skinny pussy to me, who just wants to be a clutch client and go play in the NBA soon. Um, remember when everyone was like losing a losing their shit over that Ivasic? Yep. He doesn't play. No. He plays like eight minutes a game. Really? He didn't play last night. So sad. Sad. I, sad for him. Yeah. I feel for him. Bummer. Poor guy. Yeah. Yeah. I actually don't care. I don't really like Kentucky. You, you actually don't. No. So what do you think about Tennessee? Um, they need to learn how to defend. Even though where are they at? In, where are they in Ken Palm now? Have they? Have they went down? No. I just said they need to learn how to defend, and they're second in defensive efficiency. Tennessee's, yeah, they're elite defensively. They're, they're one of the best defensive teams in the country. They need to learn to defend against. They need to defend, but they're only top second. top ten teams. Yeah, yeah, they're blue bloods. They need to learn to defend against the blue blood teams. Yeah, yeah. Um, defense. No, I like Tennessee. I do like watching Connect play. He can get a basket whenever he wants, except with the exception of last night. But it didn't matter. Right. Um, Where's the, who's the guard that they've had for thirty five years? Um, Vescovy. Yeah, has he fallen out of favor there? I it feel feels like, he like was... he's just kind of been a he's just kind of been a, like a no show all year. Yeah. I, I was, last game I think they played maybe uh, well I don't remember if it was their last game but when did they play South Carolina? Was that earlier this week? I think it was uh, earlier this week. But they were talking about how Vescovy, speaking of we should probably we should talk about South Carolina on the show. They're they're good. Yeah, yeah. we should. Um, but they were talking yeah, about how Vescovy. Yep. Prior to this year, was like a like a field goal attempts per game was like right around ten, and this year he's at like six. Like he just never shoots, and I think it was probably like I think Connect come, has come and just kind of like taken. They're just like yeah, you you take all of our shots now, and Vescovy's like all right, I guess I'll just kind of be on the team. Like I, I, those two guys, I don't think seem to coexist. I, I don't know if that's that's so here, yeah. Like he he used to be okay, and like you'd think he would just hey slide him into the number two spot. Mm-hmm. Um, it just apparently doesn't work like that. So, here's what I found on quick little research. This is his fifth year of college bigs. This is the lowest minutes per game he's had in any of those five years. Vescovy? Yeah, even his freshman year, he averaged thirty minutes per game. Um, this year, he's twenty six point nine. Interesting. So they just yep. don't they don't need him as much right now. Yep. Also, his lowest points per game, um, lowest assists, lowest re. Not, just usage, just usage in general is just way mm-hmm. down. Yep. Um, field goal percentage is tied for as high as three point percentage is in line, but definitely the lowest. So, um, yeah, definitely not using him as much. He takes like six shots. And that, a game. I, I was, I was, I was thinking that the other night because I was watching them, and you just kind of. I remember watching him during the tournament a year ago, and thinking like he's just this crafty guard that I enjoy watching. Yep. Like it stood out to me, and all of a sudden he shows up on the floor yesterday or in the game a few days ago, and I'm like, why is he just getting getting on the floor now? Why? You know? Yeah. Why have I heard nothing about Vescovy all year? Yeah. So it's weird. So mm-hmm. I just thought of that. Um, Tennessee needs him, Biggs. That's what I think. Maybe they I don't. Think he would, they, they don't need be him. Helpful, because because kind of like kind of like kind of like the UNC with RJ Davis thing. Like eventually, Connect isn't gonna. He's not gonna score 32 a night. Like. He's going to have an off night. Um, 
can you win with that? And and I think he's the next logical guy that can step it up because, like Jordan James, who's one of my he's he's long been one of my favorite guys too. Like he shot like six eight from three last night. He's not that type of player. He's not a good shooter. Like that was that's an anomaly. Um, you need Vescovy to be that guy who can get you like a secondary fifteen to eighteen game. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, more or or is just Ziegler. Ziegler's been better than I thought. I I didn't think. I kind of had him as is the afterthought in my mind going into the year. I was like, yeah, Ziegler. Will you kind of just think of him back. as a defensive guy. Is kind of what I think of him. Yeah. Almost like a, almost like a Dewan Harris. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. I, I thought you know he'll just be he'll be working his way back from the injury. Like he'll come off the bench. He'll just be kind of a nice piece who can who can come in for you know a change of pace type. And like he was he was the best guy on the floor last night. So. Yep. yep. But no, back to Tennessee. Like they're a very good team. Um. Between them, Auburn, who Auburn's actually fallen down a little bit recently, and Kentucky, like they're best in the SEC with like that group. But at the same time, I could easily see them falling victim in the second round of the tournament, very easily. What about your roll tide? Feels like uh, the metrics. Yeah, I... they've picked up a couple big wins. Uh, it seems like they're they're finding themselves. They have someone from my state. They do have someone from your state. Yeah, I should love them more. And they have a guy who uh, I think is going to be a future Tar Heel, hopefully. Jaron Stevenson. You actually think that? I don't know. I hope so. <laughs> that was like his number two school. Was it actually number two? I think I so. Wasn't, yeah. wasn't that kind of the belief? Because like, is he... he he's more of a three or a four. Because I know he's that like he kind of... I do think if uh, Ingram doesn't commit that he actually decides to pick us, that sort of thing. Or Ingram transfers. Uh, I don't think that really had any. I think those. Or maybe it's Jalen Withers. Maybe he couldn't outplay Jalen Withers. Uh, maybe. That's that could be it. I mean, it could just be like those guys were already there, so he was like, I don't know. Or he just wanted to go play for Nate Oates, who's going to let him jack a bunch of threes right away. But now he's playing behind some guys, and actually, he had a pretty good night the other day. But uh, I don't know. Alabama's been playing well though, so. And they're winning the SEC now, all of a sudden, out of nowhere. They're actually winning the SEC. Are they ranked yet? Yeah, I think they were ranked like twenty-four, so they'll be they'll be probably like eighteen or eighteen or twenty, I bet. Yeah. Your boy Sears is playing well still. He didn't go out of business like Se- like the Sears stores did. No, he ain't no bitch. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> all right, let's go uh, Purdue, Wisconsin. Um, all right. Let's see. Were you, were you able to watch this before before you went to the zoo? I sure did. Yep. Okay. My perfect, wife was perfect. like, I was like, I want, I got one game I want to watch, and then yep. we'll go to the zoo after that. And she's like, sounds good. There you go. Perfect. Vince napped for most of it, so it worked out really nice. Most of the zoo? No, most of the most of the Purdue game. Oh, okay, okay. You hey, that's what. Get the zoo. Don't worry. <laughs> good. Um, another ED game. Um, he didn't do that much. He was actually kind of quiet. Eighteen points, bigs. Thirteen. That's a 10? quiet ED game. This dude gets 30 and 15. Is it a quiet ED game or just a kind of a si- – not silent, but, like, you, you don't feel like he scored 18. Like it didn't stand out dirt throughout the game. Then you look up late and he's like, oh, he has 18 points. If you're going to play Purdue and you're like, hey, you guys can hold Zach Eady to 18, are you taking that or leaving it? <laughs> I would take it. Yeah, like he'll routinely yeah. go double for that. Yeah. Like he was, And he had four in the first half or five in the first half. Like it, it was definitely a quiet 18. Yeah. I know you. You were hyping up Brayton Smith, who you know. I'm coming around on Brayton Smith. He's a stud. 
I like Braden Smith. I like I like Lance Jones a lot too. Who? Who? Lance Jones. <laughs> Who? <laughs> he had a he had a great. You game. have to you have to let me do that. You can't just like steal that. I got like, too excited. You assumed that I was not going to remember, so you're like, I have to make sure I get it in. No, I just it's my own reaction now. Anytime I hear the the name Jones, is I just oh, I'm reacting to it. Even I can't wait till you're like reading literature in the classroom, and there's I a. Know. I need some students. Like, there's someone in your book named Cam Jones, and you just say Cam Jones, who? And <laughs> none of the none of the students, none of the students know that last name. Was like, what, time. Would your students know what that meant, or is that too old for them? I doubt it. I doubt yeah. it. So Maybe they would like just think you're crazy in like a seven class period thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I hope not I enough. Happens. That's for sure. Kids these days, we gotta educate yep. these kids. <laughs> oh um, shoot. Yeah, I mean, it just felt like it, it felt like, like you said, it felt like Purdue was just not a lot better. It wasn't like they dominated the game, but they were just they they just looked a little better, right? They went on like a I think it was I think it was like seventeen fourteen, and they went on like a nine zero run, and it was just kind of and, and from there it was like Purdue kind of held the lead basically the rest of the time. They would like it was like they. They played them even with the exception of like a 9-0 run and then there was maybe like an 8-2 run somewhere in the second half that just kind of gave them a little separation. And after that, yeah, Wisconsin just didn't quite have the juice to get back in and and Purdue doesn't let you get back in with the way they play. And and they tried their best. They kept storming back the last 10 minutes. Yeah, like they and were, they were it would just get team. It would just get stopped at like 3 or 4. Like, nope, we're, you got it to 3, we're going to score here again. Yep. Yep. Yep, and... uh I do think, like, I still just tend to think, like, Purdue's defensive. Like, and that was, I think, maybe the big takeaway for me was Purdue is a team who it feels like they're, the earlier this week they, they beat Northwestern, like, I don't know what the score was, but I thought they scored 100 points. It was like 95. Like, they're, they're routinely scoring 80 to 90 a game. Like, their offense is humming all year, right? And they're, they're a great offensive team. And you always wonder, like, all right, when they get into these tight-knit games where the offense isn't able to hum the way it usually does, can they win in the 60s? When you play Wisconsin, you don't get to score 85 points. You're just not going to. They're not going to play that type of tempo. They play too good a defense. Well, Purdue can win that way. Like, And that's that's the sign, I think, of, a, of an elite-level team is they can – not only could they win that way, it looked like they were comfortable playing that way. It didn't look like they were strained. Like, late in the game, there were some pressure things where I was like, all right, can they can they do this thing? Um, it yet never really felt all that in doubt. No. Well said, well said. And I – there's some weird plays at the end there, Biggs. Like, Purdue almost tried giving it away a little bit. Yeah. Um, Braden like Braden Smith had a couple turnovers. He for Braden, sure he, stepped out of bounds on one. Where he they did. He did. Foul or something. He did. Like, he God. did. Yep. Um, they're hard to they're hard to officiate. I can already see what's happening here. The second, if they lose before the final four, there will be a loud, loud. Uh, I don't know. Contingent of social media somewhere bitching about how this team was a fraud. They just have been getting refed. Uh, unfairly all year, so there'll be something like that. Well, there's know? that clip floating around where they play in Northwestern the other night, and well, the dude hooked. He hooked him yeah, on the press. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're like, "How do you defend Ed? This is BS." And it's like, it kind of looked like a like he's like tossing his body into Ed on the play. Like people like look at the elbow. It's like there's something that happened before that too. Right. It's just I like mean, he's just a monster. He's he's hard yeah. to ref, man. And but just. Yeah, it's like the dude gets fouled a ton. And yeah, he probably fouls some people too. That's that's called post play. 
Yep. Like post play, you can call a foul on every. It's like offensive line play. You know, like yeah, they're pushing a lot. He's just bigger and way stronger than anybody. So, mm-hmm. yeah, they're they're hard to ref, but I mean they're they're really good too. Did you listen to Did you listen to Hummel uh, the podcast where he was he was with uh, he was with your guy Tate. I think on a, okay. on a pod here recently. Yeah, I did. I, I I don't know what you're about to say. I probably forgot about what. Oh, I just I thought yeah. his take on the whole thing was really good about how people how people hate on Edie about how he's not skilled mm-hmm. or whatever. He's like I've seen plenty of seven footers out there who who average two points and one rebound. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, it's not just that he's big. He played forty something minutes the other night. Like that's not that's not common. Yeah. Um, you know, and just I. I definitely agree. Like, I think I think Edie would be a perfectly good basketball player. Maybe not twenty three and twelve or whatever. If he was six ten, I think he'd still be a double double type of guy, though. Like, I, I don't I don't like that whole. He's just seven four, but that's the world we live in. We live in a world where nobody cares about like the the meat and potatoes big. They want to watch. Everybody wants to just watch Rob Dillingham, the 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 sizzly guard who just shoots threes. Like, that's just Caitlin Clark is like that. That's why there is when people say like Caitlin Clark's the biggest star in college basketball. Because people don't want to watch big people. It's sizeism. It's sizeism at its finest. People don't want to watch a big man just in Tables have turned here, Biggs, because forever, tall people have had it nice. Just not tall, on the basketball court. Tall people have it good. Tall people definitely have it good. It's just in the eyes of, like, mainstream media, tall people are not that fun to watch. People don't people don't take joy in watching tall people, in like, impose their physical will on people. They want to watch the flashy, sizzly, small people. That's not to say tall people aren't incredibly valuable. Like obviously, size matters, and like height usually wins. But not size doesn't matter in everything, though. Just not everything. Throwing, no, throwing no, that out. Length there. and versatility and uh, stamina, um, girth are, that's, that's are a one. lot more valuable. <laughs> that's right. Than, than size. Yeah. So, um, yeah, size is actually one of the most overrated things. That's true. That's from true. what I've heard. So, <laughs> by, from myself. <laughs> Hopefully. All right, let's. Uh, do you have any random ones you want to talk about? I know Iowa State Baylor was a close one. Yeah, did you see know. Scott Drew get kicked out of the game? Did he? What did he do? He got He's... ejected. I'm pretty. Did sure he, he say? Did he say fuck your mama? Maybe. Okay. I think it was a coach's box thing. They've been bitching about this all year. Good. Coaches Good. Are ridiculous with the coach's box. I- I'm fine with that. I think it's ridiculous, and like this dates back to the shock of smart playing defense. Yeah, Archie Miller. Basically, basically in the lane as Edie's trying to go for. I don't even know who they're playing. Um, no, it's ridiculous. And I also did he get a warning? Let me ask. Let me ask you that. Did, did he get a warning? I'm reading. I'm reading back through it. I think he got one technical for it, and then I think he got a second one. Okay, that's fair then. I'm trying. To I also here. don't feel like a warning is necessary in those situations. We live in a, a warning culture where it's like, oh, you kick someone out or you got mad at them and you didn't give them the warning. No, it's a clear rule. Stay off the fucking floor. You don't need a goddamn warning for that. It's it's amazing the society we live in, man. Guy breaks the rules and we're bitching about the refs. Like it's exactly. it's incredible. Like this is a this is a great commentary on society. Here's what Rhodes said. He'll re- he said he'll reach out. Okay, I'm reading the story right now. Um, Okay, so he got kicked out. He, yeah, it's a coaching box-related thing. In 2017, the coaching box was extended to give coaches more room on the sideline. And Thomas they need even more. Outside the box during the game. Quote, here's from the rule book. This is a story by Myron Metcalf on ESPN. I Quote, hate additional focus and attention should be given to the consistent enforcement of bench decorum, the coaching box, and, is, and unsporting conduct rules for both players and bench personnel, the rule says. 
Even though coaches can be reprimanded for leaving the coaching box, the punishment rarely goes beyond a stern warning. Okay, so because it rarely gets more than a warning, that's why it's ridiculous that these officials called it a technical, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yep. Here's what the, the Baylor commissioner then, or the Baylor AD, really pissed. This league needs to get better when we think about our officiating. And we have some great, great officials. But this particular crew tonight did not match the level of this game, and that shouldn't happen in this league. I'm going to fight for our program. I'm going to fight for our school. I'm going to fight for our coaches. We're going to fight for our student-athletes. I'll be on the phone tomorrow. Oh. Keep, us, keep us informed. Like, does basketball need to have, like, a stay-back coach, like football, or stay-back person? It's usually, like, the strength trainer. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. I mean, that's what they've been talking about this though. Like you hear it about on, on numerous podcasts about how this has gotten too ridiculous. Hey, it's a really easy fix. Tee them up. Okay, well tee them up. Tee them up and now there's fucking outcry over it. How could you tee these guys up? Get your fucking ass in the coaching box. It's not that hard. No. Sit your ass down. Yeah. I agree. I have nothing to add to that. I don't like I just I don't understand how we how how did we get to a society where they break rules and it's like that's a it's bad. I can't believe you would punish us for breaking the rule. Don't break the damn rule. Well said. What are we what world are we living in? Well said. What are I, we doing? Like, like I said, I've coined that warning culture. It's bullshit. It is bullshit. Yeah. Quit breaking the damn rule. You got one technical. You get two of them. You don't get tossed at one. You got one technical. Sit the fuck down. Yep. I'm gonna. Need, I want to go find a video of him getting injected and see what it, what it was like. How I'm curious. I'm. I'm, cu- I'm curious. Yeah. I'm curious now. Yeah. I did not. I did not know this happened. One. We'll see. Yeah. Watch him get another one. Yeah. <laughs> and like, actually, actually, like Scott, Scott Drew, but still, I do too. Everyone does. Know, That's yeah. the thing. That's why this is like hard to get that worked up about because like everyone mm. likes Scott Drew. He's like the most likable. He's almost so likable that it's kind of unlikable how much like how likable he is. Like. I like that. Yeah. How many more times can you say like? I don't know. Did you see the? <laughs> uh, did you see the ending though of this? I did not. What was it? Oh my dude? god! The Iowa was State this? dude. They got it with like they had like one point two seconds left or something. They were down two. They, they they it was like a side out three quarter court or so. They threw it to like half court. Did kind of a borderline pitch back type of thing where they threw it. They inbounded it to the guy who caught it at like, I don't know, call it like his back's facing his basket between half court and the three point line. And then he flips it to a kid who a kid coming like he's Xing across or whatever, this Momchilovich. And he catches it probably just inside, maybe like whatever you'd consider like the logo at half court and like launches, drills it. But too late. But it's like, it's like. It's like a tenth of a second still in his hand. Yeah. And so I, I, ha- I have that game cast up, and I can see, like, they have an image with, like, the red on the back backboard. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, the ball you can still see is in his hand, so unfortunately. Baylor gets Baylor gets the dub. Um, it feels like they've been flying under the radar a little bit, Baylor. Yeah. I mean, we, we even fell victim to that because we never talked to them about them until last show. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. I think they, they haven't flying maybe this upcoming week. But I feel like before that, didn't they lose like three straight games? Is that what I'm Yeah, they might have. They might yeah, have. they lost Kansas State, Texas, and TCU. Um, Maybe but they play Houston. Since, since we talked about them, though, Biggs, two in a row, UCF and Iowa State. Yeah. TCU and Iowa State? UCF and Iowa UCF, State. UCF, okay. Yeah. Iowa State's good, though. Yeah. No. No. I UCF. saw te- Texas is playing good ball. They beat TCU yesterday. Horns back up? Maybe. Oh, shit. It's uh, Orny Frog down though. It's uh, Sam Ellinger is going to come out of the woodworks and say, 
we're back. Maybe the TCU Horn Frauds are back? Maybe. Possibly. Horns down. No. Yeah. Horn, horn Frogs down. Frogs. Yeah, something. I, I don't oh, care. what else happened in the last few days? I'm trying to think. It was kind of a slow week in terms of games, wasn't it? Um, it was up until the Well, there was the a bunch of upsets early in the week, I guess. Carolina, Tennessee. Yep. Basically every top team lost. Yep. Uh, South Carolina. Yeah, I was going to uh, say, I'm good. trying to pull up. And I, I feel like I just want to talk about them because other people are talking about them. Okay. If that makes sense. I need yeah. to find. Their big man is a thick boy. He's like six nine, like two eighty. He's 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 a big boy. So South Carolina, uh, who's the Lamont something? Lamont, Lamont Paris. Paris. Um, nineteen and three on the year. Pretty good. Only three losses at Clemson, and I feel like that's when Clemson was either better or they just hadn't played anyone yet. Yeah, Clemson. Well, Clemson had some good non-conference wins. Like yeah. Clemson sucks now, though. Man, they do. Oof. Uh, lost at Bama by twenty-seven. Twenty-seven. Yep. Um, also a loss at home against your dogs. So, yeah, I think Georgia's not bad though. Like they're respectable. I don't think that's a loss that like hurts you that much. It's probably a, it's probably a quad two loss. Yeah. But anyways, then you look at their wins, Biggs. Uh, win on the road against Tennessee, home against Kentucky by seventeen. Uh, and I feel like we watched that and we're like, oh, is Kentucky just awful? Uh, which I don't think they are. But I think they're like that loss for Kentucky is aging slightly better now that South Carolina is just playing better. It looks like um, beat Arkansas, so it's kind of I think it's still a little bit wait and see. Like I don't want to overreact to them beating Tennessee and Kentucky, but I don't know. They look better. Like they're better than we expected. It's not the segment today, but they are. Yeah, I would I would say so. Yeah, I mean, if you had to just nominate a better than expected team in, a, in an abbreviated segment, South Carolina, absolutely. Like and we then, ta- we said last week, like, hey, you get Tennessee this week, um, show us something, and they did. There's some recognizable names here. Michi Johnson was he Ohio State? Yep, he was Ohio State. Okay, Taylon Cooper was he was he, he wasn't Minnesota was he? He was. He was with okay. like he was my goal. He was a gopher for a year. Okay, well, good thing he found success somewhere. Yeah, no kidding. Yeah. And then At Mac, BJ. they've got a big guy named BJ Mac. Yes, please, Mac. Right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which I've been on a McDonald's kick here lately, man. I don't know how we went from BJ to McDonald's. Yes, please, all of it. You know, like let's go. <laughs> or or big Big Mac is that where you're going with it? Maybe, yeah. <laughs> big fan of all of it though. Um, no, it's because I I am not allowing myself to have pop. I did a Christmas from Christmas to when we go to uh, Mexico. I'm like trying to do no pop with the exception of I think I had popped like during the like New Year's Eve and maybe when the Vikings played their last game or something but like outside of that I'm like no pop and uh but high C is not pop it's not high C is juice and so I'm like when I need something with flavor I've gone to McDonald's a couple of times just to get a high C does your wife know you go there yeah like we 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 went there today so she's she's she loves it she does not have the no pop thing so like she gets she'll get a coke from McDonald's she loves that coke the coke is amazing although we went today I think she got a fucking diet coke, so poor girl. Bullshit. Which, so hopefully she can. Hopefully she can. Hopefully she's not still reeling from that. True. But uh, yeah, BJ Mack though he's a he's a thick boy. He's pretty good. Thicker than Nick Honor. Honor, don't even know. Uh, I don't think so. No, I mean Nick Honor is a chunky butt. Love that guy. Yes. You should come up with like an all thick boy team. We should. Know? 
We should, we, we'd have to have that your Indiana State boy on there. Oh, dude, that guy's awesome. <laughs> he's good. He he's averages good. like 17, like 10, and 5. Like, he's a good passer. He's yeah. got goggles. That, that's what – that's like a key to getting my heart of being one of my favorite players is those those rec specs. The goggles or the headband, I yep. feel like. Is like yep, the, him, Gavin Griffiths, Kasey Tominaga. Does Tominaga um, run? Now, Baylor Shireman's gone out of he, – he's in my doghouse now. He yeah, took it's not a given. Headband. You don't just get to stay there. It's, it's earned, yeah, not given. Exactly. Yep. <laughs> Bye, Baylor. Baylor. Man. That was another one. Did you see? I think I saw the... Yeah, uh, they lost that late. Well, there was it, a tweet about it. Like, the last the last 12 seconds took, like, 10 minutes or something down. ridiculous. Just... Oh. It's out of control. this one? I know you... Well, you said you stayed up sort of for it, but Gonzaga, mm-hmm. your thoughts. What was the result? That was close late. They lost. They they lose. They're not that good. Yeah. And it's kind of like they're more that conference, like that conference as a whole is back more to what you expect out of that type of a conference. Like a mid a mid a mid major conference. They don't have that incredible team in the conference to boost it up anymore. Yeah. So, I didn't really give you my thoughts on Gonzaga. I kind of did. I more so gave my thoughts on the conference. I think I think you gave me your thought on Gonzaga. They're not that good. I think yeah. that's about all it takes. They're not that good. But they still might be in the tournament. Maybe. I don't think they're gonna I don't think any I don't think anybody's getting an at large. No. It's like, I think gonna, that's it's dead. gonna be a one bid league. Yeah. Absolutely. And quite frankly, I think I'd rather see St. Mary's. How's Mahane Mahaney started off slow, I feel. How he how's he been? He had a good night last night. I think he had twenty, 20 last night for him. Seventeen attempts. Um, yeah, that's a lot of shots, but is Nolan Hickman one of like the more disappointing Gonzaga high-rated recruits ever? Yeah, I mean, considering he's probably one of the highest-rated guys they've ever gotten, like yeah. he's just kind of you watch them and it's like who's like I watch them and I'm like they don't they're just they're just not that good like their guys just aren't that good. Yep. Like they got two guards the whole the whole time they it's just like they don't get anything good. It feels like. Like, Nemhard is, he's just kind of okay. And Hickman, he's just kind of okay. And it feels like their whole team is just full of guys who are just, I don't know, take it or leave it a little bit. And they've got mm-hmm. nothing off their bench. Yeah. I don't know, man. I just wish they were better. Yeah. All right. Should we scroll? I see you have your son there. I think he wants to scroll. I think we should scroll. Okay. Scrolling, 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 scrolling. Rawhide. Is that a song? I saw your wife's uh, sweater behind you, and at first I thought it just said average. And I was like, oh, that's fitting. (laughs) (laughs) I can't see. Anyways. Sorry, Biggs' wife. That That was mean. Hey, buddy. Hey little, hey little bigs. You excited for another March Madness? <laughs> he better be more awake for this one. I was actually disappointed in his performance last time. I don't know if I don't know if that's actually what we want, but <laughs> yeah, I think he will be more awake for this one for sure. Okay. <laughs> um, let's see. Tonight, currently Nebraska, Illinois. Let's see how that's going. <coughs> I'm a little disappointed. There's not like a late night Mountain West game. Although, to be honest, I'm actually okay with that because I'd like to do some more reading. 
Looks like Nebraska's up by four midway through the first half. Providence Villanova's going on right now, but looks like it's a commercial break. That's um, that sucks. So yeah, that's about it for Sunday though. Monday bigs. I'm hoping for a lot because I'll be out of town, so I need something to watch in my hotel. Miami Virginia. That's about it. Yeah. Kansas Kansas State Civil War game. Can never that have Monday, enough of those. It seems like it's become basically like you get two kind of standalone games. They're really not loading up. It's just not like a loaded night usually. It seems no. like there's one six and there's one eight o'clock game. They just save it for Tuesday. Like that it's Tuesday is their night. 12. Yeah, and that sucks because high school games. We play, we play Sioux Falls Washington on Tuesday. So fuck. Can't watch. I, I mean, I, I'll be. Missing I mean, let's see what the slate is. See if you're even missing anything. Yeah, I, I think I, I did some. I did some informal scrolling here earlier. Earlier. How dare you? I do that every day. I kind of always am looking forward a little. Do you bit. also watch your show with your wife without her? Oh, she's upstairs. Okay, good. Whew. Yeah? Okay. Okay, perfect. Uh, no, she deserves it. Yeah, she does. Uh, Clemson, North Carolina. Ole Miss, Cle- Cle- Clemson, Carolina. Need- Clemson is in big danger zone. They need a win here. If that game wasn't at North Carolina, it feels like that would be a schedule loss for the Heels. But Clemson might just be done, dude. I don't know. Yeah. But we'll see. Maybe, like, there's kind of like that element of, like, like the emotional win and coming back down from that. Right. And Clemson's so. probably got to be desperate at some point here. Yep. Do they do this every year? I was thinking about this. Does Clemson, is there, are they, a, they are seem they frequently to. a team that start off good and then they just yes. fade big time? Yes. Okay. Big time. Yeah. Wake, I mean, Wake Forest brilliant. has been the past two, three years too. Yeah, maybe a little bit. Yep. I wonder why that is. It's not like Cause even the year, of a conference. even the year that Wake Forest had, uh, that Alondis Williams as player of the year in the conference. They didn't they make, the make the tournament. No, they didn't. Yeah. It's him and uh, Jake LaRavia right. on that team and still didn't make the tournament. Strange. Yeah. Ole Miss, South Carolina, that's like a – Ole Miss, man, they were like beating Auburn, and then did you see they ended up losing by like 20? Did they? Auburn, Auburn turned on the gas in the second half, apparently. I didn't watch it, but – Ole Miss, maybe you could get a win at some point here that's impressive. Yep. Um, seven o'clock is kind of when it gets a little meaty. I see Iowa yeah. State, Texas, and BYU, Oklahoma. Um, Butler, UConn at seven thirty. Do you have the Longhorn Network? Can't say I do. Can't no. say I do. The Moody Center is that what? just for women or what? <laughs> do you think? Do you think that game would be on ESPN Plus or not? Did you get that? The Moody I, Center. I, I did. I did. That was oh, pretty okay, good. Thanks. Yes. Okay. You're opting out. Smart. Yeah, I'm. I'm opting out of a comment on that one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, seven thirty. Texas. All right, this is eight. Texas Tech, Baylor, Nevada, Utah State. Nevada is that team that could could push themselves up into that Mountain West tournament team conference. Yep, yep. Um, God, Utah State. Every time I watch them, I feel like they're losing, and then I look at their record though, and somehow they have like two losses, and I'm like, what the hell is going on? Like, I don't. They win yesterday. Who won that? No, game they got they got kind of handled by San Diego State. Yeah. I watched about five minutes of it and was like, eh, I don't need to watch a lot of this. Yep. Two Mountain West ones there. Boise, Colorado State. Can one of those be on TV? Oh, it doesn't shit, look like yeah. either one of them is probably no. gonna be on TV. Unless that they're sucks. just trying to find a channel. Maybe they'll put on the CW. That'd be cool. Yeah. Uh, let's like go Arrow back in the day. You ever watch that show? No. The Flash? No. Uh-uh. Oh, yeah, he didn't miss much, I guess. Arrow was pretty good. 
Yeah. I was waiting for the, what do you watch? And then you'd be like, oh, you watch murdery stuff. Murdery stuff, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Minnesota, Michigan State. Border Civil War. Gophers are 14 and 7. They beat Northwestern yesterday. Tournament team? I don't. Like, Let's when, see. Every time I talk to my dad about them, like, he'll he'll ask that kind of thing. He'll be like, do you think they could be ranked? I'm like, no. They but, are not listed at all on Bracket Matrix, so no like, one has them in the bracket. How many wins do they got to get? Like, they, their non-conference was pretty bad, I suppose. So, like. They'd have to get, like, a win over one of the better teams at some point. Like, okay. Like nah, a, I don't think they have that in them. Like a win. like an IT team, though. Did they play Wisconsin competitively they recently? Did. Yeah. Yeah, they did. They were like, like a win. A win there would have went a long ways. Yeah, it would have. You know. And I was at home too. God, that's oh. too bad. Um, They're competent though. Bama Auburn the ultimate civil war game. Is that Wednesday? Yep. Man, six, I love six Bruce o'clock. Pearl. I hope they win. We'll see. I don't though, because Grant Nelson's from North Dakota. Oh yeah, that's true. Yeah. You're right. Uh. Michigan's sucking balls just kind of ruins so many things because they put them I in know. a lot. And they're just so I, bad. It's like I every see time I see that, I'm like, oh, Michigan. But I'm like, oh, wait, they're yeah. awful. Well, who was – when Juwan Howard hit the coach a few a couple years ago, was that against Wisconsin? Yeah, it was. Okay. Some bad some bad blood there. Yep, bad yeah, blood there. Yeah, maybe that'll be a deliver one then. Yep. It's at home, so you know Doug will play. D-U-G. Dog. Uh, Creighton Providence. It's kind of it's a little weak. I see Nebraska Northwestern towards the bottom at eight. Yeah, there's it's it's not not an awesome slate though. You're right. No. Like there's not an ESPN game because the fucking NBA has to infringe on Wednesdays. Yep. Um, they just kind of have some duds in here. All right. Well, it's a good murder mystery night. Fuck yeah. Let's go. Let's go Thursday. And usually Thursdays and Fridays are yeah. Really cool. Bless you. <coughs> uh, Ryder Fairfield. Ryder, don't even know her. Iona, Niagara. Iona, don't even know her. Anyways. You know who's terrible now is Memphis. Yes. So I, I did kind of write down in my notes, like, if we did a trending up, trending down, and fork, I had Memphis trending down and yeah, getting awfully not... close to having the f- to getting forked. Yeah, they're not good. No. They're, they're like they're a really top bad. 10 team. And three all their week, good three wins weeks have ago, like aged the wrong way too. Like yeah. none of their wins have aged well. Nope, hasn't been good for them. Yikes. Um, Arizona, Utah. Is Utah still okay? That. But it's on the Pac-12 network. But I think Utah's yeah, they're they're fine. Yeah. I think they just got a win here over the weekend over Colorado. Yeah, Thursday is week too. It is. There's not a, a. It's another night where there's not like an awesome Mountain West. No. Like Washington, Oregon. I don't know. Like some of these Pac-12 games, I just don't really have the energy to care much about. Friday, there's literally three games. Uh, I do see San, Di- San Diego State at Nevada. Ooh. Uh, Dayton VCU. How's VCU? Uh, I wonder how VCU is. I know Dayton's awesome. I don't know. VCU is. I'm looking at this right now. They're 14 and eight. They're fourth in the A10. The other San Diego State goes to Colorado State. That's what, That's a good one. Do you get that reference? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you're, you're San Jose State. Yeah. <laughs> VCU. 
they have a guy named Ko Kowani Kowani weird name plays 16.9 minutes he averages 6.9 points <laughs> love it Gronk would love it that's that's terrific yeah except he's, okay. he, he plays uh, about 10 minutes too much yeah he does yeah Oh. That could be a watchable one. I don't know. Brandon Valley takes on Sioux Falls Lincoln, so I'm not going to be able to watch that one. Yeah. All right, let's go to Saturday. If there's a meaty day, it's going to be Saturday. It is going to be Saturday. It's the day before the Super Bowl. That's oh, true. wait, no, 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 the big game, right? Can, can you yeah. not say this? Shit. Oh, FBI just kicked down my door. I'm getting arrested. Can you redact that? We'll see. We'll see. Okay. The three people listening, don't please don't snitch on us. <laughs> um, Bama LSU. That's a light, a light eleven o'clock slate. I'll yeah. Be I see one o'clock TCU Iowa State Illinois Michigan State. Where's Michigan State trending to right now? Eh, they're kind of flying under the radar. They're kind of like that other green team, Baylor. You know what I'm noticing? You know what I'm thinking? I th I think I was looking at this earlier. I think this is actually a sneaky good day for, like, some weird... There must be, like, some out-of-conference mid-major matchups. Because I noticed there were some games where I'm like, ooh. Like, the, the that noon o'clock. That noon o'clock. Noon. Um, Toledo plays Appalachian State. Those are two of the better teams in their respective... Like, Toledo's okay. one of the best teams in the MAC. Not the MAC. Just the MAC. Are you contractually obligated to bring up the MAC as much as possible? Maybe. I do like that. But Appalachian <laughs> is one of the best teams, I think, in the... Uh, what was that? The Sun Belt? I don't even know. It's the one with... Uh, oh, what's the team that would that beat Michigan State that everyone loves? Um, they Hey, they have a North Dakota... Or a South Dakota kid. Don't Who's care. That school? Who's, what's the school I'm thinking of? I can't remember. I got George Mason on my mind, but it's... Uh... Georgetown. No, who was the team that beat Michigan State earlier in the year that was, like, undefeated for a really long time? Oh, James Madison. James Madison, there we go. Yeah, they have a kid from they have a kid from T, which is just south of here. Anyway. It's just a letter? No, it's like what you drink. Oh, okay. Okay. It's, oh, it's, it's, not, it's also not the shirt. <coughs> no, or oh. the gossip. You hear that? Like, if, if, what's the T? Like, that's like the gossip. I haven't heard that. On. Yeah, that's the that's what the kids say. Okay, kids are weird. It's water oh. cooler talk, not Man, tea. Yeah. yeah. Hey, TCU Iowa State. That's watchable. I would say. I already said that one. Okay, I'm sorry. I missed. Uh, that. Cornell Yale. Uh, the fighting and Andy Bernards versus Yale. Ooh. Yeah. You don't get that reference because you don't watch The Office. I I know who Andy Bernard is. Okay. It didn't immediately pop into my head though. You're right. Do you know why the reference is there? Because he went to Yale. No, he went to he Cornell. Went to Cornell. Yeah, and he brings it up all the time. Cornell. Yep. I thought he was. He thought he was the man. Thought he's hot shit. Uh, North Carolina, Miami. Three o'clock's a good a good slate. I um, should. So like I told you, I'm going down to see the in laws next weekend, and I think one of the, I think Saturday we're probably going to go to a golf simulator. I should tell him to get the reservation for about three, because there are TVs there. So we can oh, watch. Oh, so you can watch it there? Yeah. So it's not one of those where it's like, get the golf simulator at 11 so we can get our stuff done and then watch the ball game. It's going so you can kind of watch the right. game at the same time. Yeah. This isn't one of those games where you have to fucking watch. Yeah, it's, it's probably one of those where you can do other things. Exactly, exactly. Good call. Get a Houston, birdie. Cincinnati. Yeah. 
Wes Miller. <laughs> that's your boy. I feel like that's all you know about Cincinnati just because of me. No, I like Cincinnati's team. <laughs> they're they're intriguing. I was just kind of looking at like some of their stats here the other night because they beat who did they beat yesterday? I think they beat Texas Tech maybe. Um, I like their squad. Like they got yeah. a couple good big guys, and I haven't watched them enough because they're always on the damn Big Twelve network, but. Um, they're hanging in there in the Big 12, so they're they're kind of in the tourney mix, I think. Yeah. That Gonzaga-Kentucky game should have been awesome, but Gonzaga sucks. So, do. I don't know. That kind of takes the wind out of the sails on that one a little bit. Big can I just say something here? Yeah. Saturday's kind of a weak slate, too. Yeah, it's not awesome. I think there's some, there's like I said. Okay, oh, 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 hey, hey, we, get to, we get to 5 o'clock. Uh, yeah, we'll keep going here. Baylor, Kansas, St. John's, Marquette. Yeah, Baylor, Kansas, I think could be watchable. James Madison, Akron. That was one that I was thinking of. Like yeah. Akron's one of the best teams in the MAC, and James Madison not I think the is MAC, not the MAC. Okay. So that Ooh. five o'clock slate. There's like one, two, three. I think there's four games that I'd be like, you know what? I'd kind of like to just be like that. Put on your quad box: Baylor, Kansas, Marquette, St. John's, Akron, James Madison, and then if you can get that Drake Bradley one. That's two first names. Those are colleges. Literally, are two just first name colleges. I was gonna say, Biggs, you brought up the quad box. If we did a trending up, trending down, my trending up this week would have been the quad box. So I didn't see that thing on my quad box where I can where I can do the a la carte deal. So how did you did you click on a channel that was a quad box to begin with, or did you click on an individual game? If you click on an individual game, usually it gives you two options yep. where it's like join live or watch in multi view yep. or whatever. Right. So I clicked on the multi view. I. I don't remember which game I started with, but when I clicked on the multi view, at that point it gave me either options of like ones that were already on there, yep, or allowed me to select games. Did you have to scroll all the way to the bottom for that, or was it like at the top? I, when I first selected the game, yeah, it was just I always go to the home screen and I just look what games are on. Right, but when you select that game, it gives you the option of select in multi view or yep, watch. select and select the multi view you do first, and then when I did that. It gave me some multi-view ones that were already there. Yep. But then also there's down. one where it's like a create your own. No, I think the create your own was at the top. Okay. Yeah, All right. I'm going to have so. to try that then here sometime this week and see if yeah. I can. Because, man, that, that is a game changer. If you can yeah. really do that. That's, and, like, that changes everything. It could go further, Biggs. Could you, have you ever had a night where you're like, you just really want to watch college basketball, but your wife is like, no, I want to watch whatever TV show or a movie or something. You could, you could could you build one to where you could have like whatever you're watching with your wife on one of the quads yeah, then also one tree hill and then I have exactly yeah, I but then both. also have three games around it so she can listen to the one tree hill shit and then you can just watch your games and be like no no I'm watching one tree hill yeah I've watched one tree hill too by the way yeah I I got I watched about a season of it and I was like all right the second season they don't do any basketball it's just it, it, high school drama, which is actually yeah. more like adult drama with high schoolers. And I'm like, what am I watching? Yeah. But I will say it, it definitely <laughs> helps that there's a lot of hot chicks on there. Yeah. The talent, the talent evaluation, um, they definitely did well. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, there's some talent. No yep. question. Yeah. All right. Uh, ooh, battle of Indiana teams here, big scary Parrish is going to, you know, he's going to be <laughs> cracking jokes on the Friday, on the Friday right show. He's going to be talking about that game the entire time. That's going to be unlistenable. Indiana has internet again. I saw Texas A&M just beat Florida. Um, maybe they'll be good 
for that game because they were supposed to be really good and it feels like they kind of suck. Yeah. So against Tennessee, maybe that could be, uh, I don't know. I mean, obviously that's like the primetime main ESPN matchup. Oh, let's see. What else do we have here? We're getting towards yeah, the end here. It's just, I don't know. Uh, Civil War game, UC Irvine versus UC Riverside. Oh, ooh. Yep. Our anteaters. Arizona, Colorado, Boise State, Ohio State. <clears throat> Boise State, Utah State, yeah. Shoot, yeah, sorry. Those are watchable. They are. Kansas not State, like, BYU. No, I'm not. I don't know if I'm staying up, if I'm fighting off, if I'm fighting off sleep. I'm not sure how much. I, I'm, uh, th- those might be like a, I watch a half, you mm-hmm. know, and we'll, and we'll see where it goes. Yeah. So yeah, that's, that's scrolling. We did it. Pretty yeah. good. Yeah. Not bad. Um, well there. All in all, though, it's kind of a weak week. So yeah, it's a to, it's like a B minus week. I would yeah, say. Yeah. So, but it's getting us ready for other weeks, like that's right, conference tournament weeks. Yep. NCAA tournament weeks. Oh my god. Um, all of it. We are not that far away. We're like no. six weeks away. No. All right, should we get out here? I suppose. Okay. I think my wife's getting hangry. Okay. Bye. Bye.